Luke 9.25 reads, For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? Hello and welcome back to Think This Way. This is the podcast of Faith Bible Church and I'm one of the pastor elders here, Bryce Beal. Thank you for being with us. We are actually at the very last episode of this quarterly focus, which has been on discipleship or what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. We have looked at a lot of different things, renouncing all that we have to follow Jesus, costly grace we looked at again last week, hating our family in comparison or in contrast to the love that we have for Jesus Christ, and on and on. As we come now to the very end of this episode on discipleship, just as a preview, I want you to be aware that next quarter, which is next week for this podcast, at the beginning of January, and then continuing January, February, and March of 2023, our quarterly focus is going to be on the Holy Spirit. So we will have a Sunday school class on the Holy Spirit that will be in room 127 here at Faith Bible Church. Of course, we'll also have a very fantastic co-taught class by Justin and Mary Beth Geyer on parenting that will be in the auditorium. So I'll be teaching on the Holy Spirit, but I will not be at all offended if you're in the parenting class. And if I wasn't teaching on the Holy Spirit, I'd be in the parenting class. (laughs) Anyways, we will be, all that to say, we will be having a quarterly focus of the Holy Spirit this next quarter, and our podcast will follow that. But today, we need to wrap up discipleship. I've titled today's episode, The Alternative. We have talked about following Jesus as a weighty, costly, deep, and difficult thing, and that is true. There is an alternative to this painful way of the cross. Jesus gave it in Luke 9.25. He says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? He states it as a question. What does it profit a man? But it's a question about something that any person really can choose, gaining the whole world and losing himself. You do not have to follow Jesus. Um, Even though we are here, happily, what are considered Calvinists, we believe in the complete sovereignty and control and power of God, even over human wills, and we're grateful to believe that. We believe that God predestines certain unto salvation, We believe he elects or chooses us before we were born, because as some have said, if he didn't choose us before we were born, there'd be nothing after we were born that he'd see in us that would lead him to do it. (laughs) So we do believe in all of those things, but that does not negate what we call the human will. And there's not an absolute freedom to our will, but there is a sort of freedom to our will. We don't know how that works together with God's sovereignty. I don't know a lot of things. That's just fine. But we do have a sort of will. And therefore, we have set before us, underneath God's sovereignty, a choice, which is we can choose not to follow Jesus when he says, come follow me. Now, in Luke 9.25, Jesus says, if someone doesn't follow him, he suggests here there may be someone who doesn't follow him who yet gains the whole world. What is a prophet if someone gains the whole world, theoretically, and loses himself? And that does indicate that if you choose not to follow Jesus, you're not going to probably gain the whole world. That's theoretical. 
But there are some things that may well be easier for you in this life. For example, you will not experience martyrdom. It won't even be something you have to think about. You will not experience persecution for being a Christian. No one in your workplace environment, no one in your family who are not believers are going to ever ridicule you for being a Christian if you are not a Christian. You'll escape that pressure. If you choose not to follow Jesus, there are many inner burdens that the Christian experiences in fighting against his or her own sin that you will not experience. You will be, in a sense, at peace with your sin, and you will not have to experience that inner turmoil. You'll still have a conscience, which will be a crushing weight that you may have to try to numb through substances or distractions or what have you. But that conflict that the Christian experiences whereby he puts to death the deeds of the body by the Spirit, that's hard, and you will not have to do that. We could go on, but there are, I want to be clear, and I'm a pastor, but I want to be clear and honest that there are certain benefits to not following Jesus. Just like Jesus says in Luke 9 here, someone may gain the whole world. We see this in 2 Timothy 4.10, with a character named Demas, who was a companion of Paul, and Paul says that Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me. Demas deserted Paul because he loved this present world and must have thought that there was some worldly benefit to be gained by deserting Paul. I don't know what it was, safety, comfort, acceptance. I don't know if he got it, but he must have thought it was there in front of him for him to make the decision he did. So, gaining the world, benefits to not following Jesus, that's the alternative. But we also have to be completely honest, just like Jesus is. If you do not choose to follow Jesus, you may even gain the whole world. But Jesus says, what profit is that if you gain the world and lose or forfeit yourself? And we have to say this just as honestly What does it mean for someone to lose themselves? Of course, if you don't follow Jesus, if you don't trust in what he's done upon the cross and embrace costly grace and give him your life and receive his life, if you don't do that, you do not have an atonement for your sins. You lose life in the truest sense. What we think of immediately is eternal punishment in hell, and that is certainly the consequence of not following Jesus. Jesus said, whoever doesn't believe in the Son is already judged because he's not believed in the Son of God. So there is a judgment. The wrath of God abides on the person who does not follow and trust in Jesus. But it is interesting that Jesus puts it this way. He doesn't say, what does it profit you if you gain the whole world and yet go to hell? He says, what does it profit you if you gain the whole world and lose yourself? to lose or forfeit your very self, just like your very life. It's a really strong way of putting you've gained everything external to yourself, but you've lost your very self. What could be more important than that? You've lost yourself to an eternal judgment. You have forsaken the possibility of ever knowing the truest kind of love, what we were as humans created to experience, that perfect Eden-like enjoyment of God, which is offered to us in paradise for eternity, 
you forsake that without any possibility of recovering it after this life. That's what it means to lose yourself. And I think, not to wax too philosophical here, but there is a real sense too, since we were created for this kind of fellowship with God, there is a sense that the person who does not follow Jesus to be forgiven for sins loses the possibility in an earthly sense of what you really could be, what you were created to be, um, your truest self. Just like when I think of myself right now, I'm still marred by sins, imperfections. There are parts of me that are wrong, but I'm being changed to become more like Christ. And when I enter paradise, that work will be complete. Really, that version of myself in paradise is the truest me. It's me as God originally intended mankind to be. I don't even know that version of myself yet. I haven't, I guess to borrow a term from younger generations, I haven't found myself yet, but I will that day. But any person who doesn't follow Jesus never gets conformed to his image, never gets restored, never gets to really find themselves. So judgment is the primary meaning of losing yourself, but there is more to it as well. It kind of reminds me of in the great Greek epic by Homer called the Odyssey, there is an island where Odysseus and his men land. It's called the Island of the Lotus Eaters. And his men go onto this island, and they find this kind of flower called a lotus. And when they eat the lotus, it causes them to completely forget who they are, what they are doing, their purpose, where they're sailing. And they just want to stay on this island and do nothing and loaf around. It causes an amnesia, complete forgetfulness of even who they are. And in a sense, that is the alternative to following Jesus. That if we choose not to follow Jesus, we may be lured away by Satan's promises of autonomy and real freedom, but we actually end up with just the opposite. We never experience the kind of freedom we were created for. We live instead in a dream world where we are, of course, under Satan deceived because that's his task. He's the father of lies. We live in a sort of deception in this life and in the life to come under a sort of cloud, never having an inner illumination, and we forget even ourselves, even what we were originally as mankind created to be and to do. We lose all that. We forget all that. We wander away until we are ultimately hardened forever, inexplicably, in a way that's hard to even express. That is the alternative to following Jesus. And I conclude this quarterly focus with this Because this is not the primary motivation for following Jesus. It's not mainly a turn or burn. However, this is one of Jesus' clear encouragements for people to turn to him. Is that even though it is very difficult to follow Jesus and it costs us everything, even though it makes martyrdom and persecution a possibility and for many a reality, even though it requires so much of us to be Jesus' followers, it costs of us so much more not to follow him. So may that be one among many encouragements for you. It's possible that you're listening to this and you are living out the alternative and Satan has convinced you that to wander away from Jesus has greater blessings and benefits. Or it may be that you're just tepid and lukewarm about Jesus kind of like the lotus eaters haven't really even given a lot of thought to this but may the lord help us all now by his grace to think 
this way. 